All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nathan Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to Real Life, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Welcome in episode 344 of the Real Life Podcast. Tyler J. Wanye Bag Milk Chalmers here to get you set for tonight's big game between the Oilers and Senators. <laughs> uh, so says Owen Radio Twitter. Classic, classic scheduled tweet mishap. Anyways, oh pod- no, did we say the game was going on? Oh, I did on the Oilers Nation Radio Twitter account. I had a tweet scheduled Wishful to go thinking. today. Yeah, I wish, but I'll be it. We can simulate it. We could simulate it. That's something I've been thinking about doing, actually, doing like a little NHL. And what if the Oilers lose in the simulation? What is there repercussions? Um, That would actually be kind of funny. Yeah. Bag milk Re- has to eat something nasty. Yeah, re-simulate. A digital me has to suffer. That's right. The, me- <laughs> yeah. the meta you. <laughs> a meta beat cast. That's where it's all going. I don't understand that stuff. First off, podcast brought to you by the HGA group. Love the HGA group very much. Here to help make your business better. Um, yeah, the metaverse thing. So is that just people who are buying like the VR headsets from Facebook? It's, it's a simulated yeah. reality. Yeah. People living in a simulated world. It's like an immersive internet. It's yeah. It's SimCity, but like way more interactive and real feeling. That kind yeah, of makes like me uncomfortable. In, it's like you're in Minecraft, but it's like you're in a whole world and you can, if you pay enough money, you can live next to Snoop Dogg. Yes. Yeah. So there's like a virtual economy and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, very 100%. virtual, very yeah. economic. Do you have to get a job? 
some people like set up in like I was reading about this. It's funny. I was talking about this with Wanya on Friday night. It's some people have set up shops in the digital universe where you can like buy NFTs in their online store and shit mm-hmm. and then you put them up in your digital house. It's like it's very, very weird. Yeah. Very weird. I it don't reminds know what's me- going on. Go ahead, I, I don't know what I don't know what's going on with time right now, but I feel like I'm falling back behind at a rapid pace. Like, I guess as you get it's, older, everybody kind of loses touch with shit. But like, right now, it's as quick as it's ever been. I don't know what the hell the metaverse is. Yeah, honestly, I'm pretty confused on the whole concept as well. It's like Chalmers. If you and I wanted to hang out, but we didn't want to leave our houses, so we jumped into like a a, a group into when our little avatars get to hang out and play basketball together or whatever. I think the metaverse is overrated, but I think the fact that we're sitting here right now on like an eight way zoom call in our own studio, living in a digital world outside of the normal world around us. I think we're already long past that point. We already live in a metaverse of sorts, right? Mm -hmm. Which is another way. What what special equipment do you need to be in the metaverse? Like, so a VR, Metaverse is VR based, right? So you basically strap a TV to your face, which is a pretty crappy interface. But then you're living in a VR world where you can go places and do things, much like being in a game. You can control your little avatar guy and go around and do shit. Just think or of it can, as a VR game, really, is all it is. Yeah. Chalmers, I'm going to give you some homework. On Netflix, there's a documentary called Life 2.0, and this is like early Metaverse shit. And this, but this was released in 2010. So these people are all living in a world that's internet based. And sometimes if you watch the documentary, you'll see they lose sight of what's going on in the real world around them because they're so immersed in this space. We do that all the time. It's the matrix all the time on Twitter for heaven's sakes. The difference, Charles, why it's so in the news now is that Facebook owns this company called Oculus Rift, right? And it's a VR company. And they, Facebook, because of all the kerfuffle in Congress and stuff, have renamed the company Meta. And they're betting the farm that just like they got everybody to move on to the Facebook platform, they're betting they can move everybody into like a VR world that they own. Whether it works or not, who knows? VR Facebook. So in the... Yeah, that's why it's so in the news. It's because Facebook's like, this is where we're headed, everybody. But there's also platforms like Sandbox, which is a game you can play where it has a very real, it's kind of like if you play an app on your phone, like a Clash of Clans type thing, but you're immersed in that sandbox world and you can buy things within that world. It'd be so cool to be at a barbarian attacking a level 12 wall, at least feel like as a barbarian in Clash of Clans in the metaverse. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't I didn't know that this was all connected, but one night I was sitting bored and I like to read stuff online and learn things because I feel like I am falling behind at a rapid pace. And so I started to read um, how exactly cryptocurrency wallets work and all this kind of stuff. And I wanted to sign up and 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 just kind of. Let me send you a referral uh, I link. I, guess, <laughs> I, 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 I've already done it. I've already done it. I, I, oh, I, you can have more I than one, buddy. Wallet. I started a wallet and I bought cryptocurrency called Sand because it was connected to Facebook. And it Sand like, is so Sand Chalmers is the currency for this sandbox universe I was just talking about. Whoa. Yes. And so I so that's something I bought. And immediately it went up like forty five percent from what I bought. And so I was like, well, you know what? This is just a, it's not a, it's not a life changing amount of money. I just want to kind of like see what happens and just like watch it. And it 
went up and down so much. And mm-hmm. the fact is, is I went, I went onto that digital wallet and I, I damned if I could figure out how I would ever, uh, like withdraw that money. Cash you know what out. I mean? It's like, like sports like betting drama. You don't need to gone. cash out. You need to bet more. Well, it's, it's like cashing out from probably, an offshore book. It's probably easier than you, you think Chalmers. It's just, well, it's your, your, so, your learning curve is you're still at the base of it. So like the laptop I'm on right now, I bought with profits that I got from crypto last year. Ooh, flex. Oh. Flex. Gotcha. Really? Well, well, are we talking to a Winklevoss over here? <laughs> Man, I've Congrats. loved this shit for a long time. It's, he has. It's, it's not going anywhere. Bag milk and is about this world. Yes. Oh, I'm out no, here trading I, NFTs. I'm trading crypto. I love all this shit. He's even got a meta OnlyFans account. That's right. I use I use the wallet Binance. Is that a good or a bad one? That's a big one. Sure. That's like what it's, you want to do, Chalmers, is you want to get a wallet that's way at the bottom of the search results. That's only in Russian characters. Those mm. are the wallets you want. Yeah. Because they'll <laughs> never sense. go away unexpectedly. Fair. Because there's like there's 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 like it depends. So you actually got a good wallet, in in my opinion, Chalmers. But there's also ones like if you read about if, if you want to read about a bunch of people losing their money, you could read about Mount Gox from like <laughs> five, six, seven years ago, where they just show up and it's gone one day. Yeah, the guy had millions of dollars in crypto holdings, and then all of a sudden just went gone, like Jeez. like Kaiser Sosaid. So oh, my boy. My boy He's Ross Hannafin had a bunch on a uh, USB key. Lost. It's he's still sifting through the traffic or the uh, garbage dump trying to find it. Is he it's the guy who like applied stuff. to the county to be able to get all the garbage in a certain area? He's from uh, Silicon Valley. Trace Trace Comas. Oh, that's saw, a sh- uh, <laughs> there's a Instagram uh, post where a guy a guy straight up found uh, uh, his son found that he his dad was given a cryptocurrency wallet like five years ago. And it had six Bitcoin in it, and they had no idea. Oh, yeah. And so the guy was like, oh, wow, that's six Bitcoin. And that's what, like $59,000 Canadian for one? There's a guy, like in, 54K there's a guy in England named James Howell. This story, like if you're into crypto nerdery like I am, I was reading about this in December. He's, he's an English dude named James Howell, and he accidentally threw away a, uh, a physical Bitcoin wallet, which some people hold instead of the virtual ones. And he accidentally threw it away or it got lost somewhere. And it contained what would be now worth a half billion with a B dollars on it. So now he is going to local dumps and like sectioning them off and try and dig through. Yeah, there's some guy to try and find his wallet. He went to the county of like his garbage dumps and is like made a big proposal to like be able to mine the garbage to get his wallet back. This this dude's Norwegian. Sorry. I'm but no yeah, reason. his name's James Howell. He would have a half billion dollars worth of Bitcoin. Goo! Would you dig through garbage for yes. half a billion dollars? Yes. Non-guaranteed oh, cash? I would eat a garbage dump. For yeah, that's, that is that is worth all of my effort. It, I'd be there right now. Yes, in so minus so you 40. Can have a physical, <laughs> you could have a physical Bitcoin wallet or a physical crypto wallet or a virtual wallet. How, if you have a physical wallet, that's so off-brand like of a crypto nerd to have in, a right? physical wallet. Yeah, I know. What do you? What do you? What? Do, what does it look like? What is a? a it looks like it just Bitcoin? looks like a, it looks like a thumb drive. Yeah. So Louis some Vuitton. of them, like you can, you can go all in on buying a really expensive one where it comes with a rotating key, where every thirty seconds you get a rotating key, and you oh, can just only like in the movies. 
but um, you can really go all in on those. But I, I have some family members that have physical Bitcoin wallets, and they really just look like a little thumb drive. That sounds like it's easy to lose. Where do they keep it? In a safe? The garbage yes. dump. Yeah. Yes, in a safe. <laughs> garbage dump's the safe place. No, no one will find it. And the password to get into some of these things, in some cases, is like 100 characters long, too. So if you can have the wallet, but if you don't have the password, then well, you're also fucked. Speaking of passwords, the- anytime you like, I, I, I sign up for something new with my Mac, like the passwords they suggest are fucking insane. insane. And I, and I don't believe in saving my password to my laptop. And that's really? the only way I'm going to remember something so crazy like that. Yeah. Anyways, crypto. I remember the, <laughs> this is maybe it's old school. Maybe it's not, but I do. I keep all my passwords remembered on my laptop. It's just easy I, for me. I've pivoted uh, with a lot of my passwords based on, uh, again, I was reading nerdy shit a while ago. So like some of my passwords are probably like 200 characters long, which is, seems seems impossible to remember. But what they actually are is an entire verse of a rap song in sequence. With spaces or no spaces? Oh, okay. With spaces. Now we have to figure out the rap song. It's the what, Rosetta song? Stone yeah, yeah. to Bag Milk's Life. Let's oh, think. Well, What's there's, the there's the trickery right there, Fred. <laughs> it's probably I, Insane Clown Posse. Of course. I read it's a deep, game. deep cut. It's a deep <laughs> cut Insane Clown Posse song. In terms no, of- it's, it's, it's a real pop one. I just liked Homies from a few years ago, so that's what I threw in. <laughs> Is it? Oh, it's, it's the thong here, song. Hot in here by <laughs> Nelly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I recently, in terms of you know protecting your personal uh, financial stuff, I recently had a credit card get compromised, and I went through and I called my like, hey like I didn't like I think my card's compromised. There's all these random hotel charges and some other shit, and then they're like, okay, well we're gonna walk you through all the tra- all the charges and the attempts, and holy shit. Some perverted motherfucker got my cart because it was like escort services, like premium. What? Oh, like for like oh, two sure. grand. Hey, being, being horny is not a crime. Yeah, well, and, you know, and, and you know, alleg- allegedly compromised. Um, but oh, like, like literally, like someone 30, hired a skywriter above San Diego to write J Down rules. At oh, yeah, like oh, thirty grand of attempted like sex stuff. It was weird, Ooh, and then no. and the That's lady trying man. to walk through the charges with me was like, you could tell she was like not comfortable like walking through all of it. I'm just like, oh, I swear, like, yeah. like uh huh, uh-huh, that like, one's me. That's me too. That one's me. That yeah. one's not me. That yeah. one's me. Uh, I like I like learning that some hookers take credit cards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I don't they know. have the little square on their phone. The, the good ones fucking... take Bitcoin. Yeah, of course. That's why that's why you need a wallet. A physical wallet helps in that transaction. Um, speaking of that, Jay, I was looking at my credit card statement the other day, as you do, and I noticed a bunch of these little charges on my card. They were like five dollars. Then it was like seven fifty for a bunch of them, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I went back over the last few months. I'm like, "Damn, these actually like." kind of added up not like an insane sum of money but i was like i need to call the bank about this so i called them this is a very embarrassing story um so i called the bank go through the process get my call back and the guy's like yeah okay like you think your credit card's been sold i'm like yeah like all these charges like and i listed them off i'm like those don't make any sense like why are they adding up like that 
And he was like, okay, let me look. And then he goes, mm, I think I figured it out here, uh, noticing some uh, uh, certain sports books. And he started <laughs> listing them off. He goes, we've uh, implemented something where it's a gaming and lottery tax when you use your Visa card for this. Because whenever I put money into a sports book, I use my Visa card because I want to get the points. Oh, boy. And, oh, no. and I was like, and so there was a day for NFL football where I thought my card was acting up because usually it goes through fine, but it got declined a few times. And I was like, oh, okay, like it was ended up being nothing because obviously I pay off my Visa card. Um, but the, I was like, why on this day were there like five of these charges? And he goes, oh, because we charge it when you get declined as well. We charge you for just running well, it. I can't believe that, that that is bullshit that they charge a premium so I, for that. So I, yeah, That's I know. Into the old profits, A or M check. Yeah, so my gambling profits went down a little bit. Yep. Um, <laughs> luckily, I did have a good month betting on NFL, so it was fine in the grand scheme of things. But now I got to use my debit card for the sports books because. Uh, yeah, my Visa well, they treat it. They treat it as a cash advance, I think, don't they? That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. So I, anyways. Ding 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 ding. Yeah. Ding, ding, I didn't ding, notice ding. it win, for win, a little win, bit, win, win, and win. then when your card gets declined a few times, and you just are stubborn yeah. and keep trying it because you think you're getting the fucking code on the back wrong. Um, yeah, it ended up costing me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, at least it wasn't seven grand for you know some London Ontario escort service. Like, like four times, you didn't realize that even though you got declined. You just spent like $28 on just trying. <laughs> the determination we have as degenerate gamblers to well, get money into your account. Trust me, I will. I, I, I've i gone through situations where I've gone through. I've had to input one credit card and work. Try the other one. Try the other one. Try that. Like, just like, you know, you got to run a portfolio of credit cards sometimes to be able to be a good sports better. But now that's becoming Burlington, Ontario escort service, London, Ontario. Yeah. A lot of charges in London, Ontario. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then super eights in BC, <laughs> super eights in BC, Marriott's in, uh, in London, Ontario. Uh, and then all, and then escort services in 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 the London so, Ontario region. And you're sure that's not you? You just got back from 14 days in London Ontario. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and when I said, "How was your trip?" Visiting my uh, my my 90 day fiance in London Ontario. Yeah. You said you never left Excellent the show, hotel by the, way. the entire time, and I was like, "Well, what have you been doing?" Well, to be fair, I was in Toronto in November, and I was supposed <laughs> to go last week. And London, Ontario is a fun little town, by the way. Never been. I've been there. Home of the nights. And it's just they just got really cool little pubs and vibes there. Well, it's college town, oddly, right? There's Western oddly, University. There's uh, there's there's fucking payphones everywhere still. It's like what? back in time. It's very very. Well, no old. wonder there's. Well, whatever. I'm not going to finish that. <laughs> London, Ontario. They call it Payphone City. Yep. Mm-hmm. Home of Alexander Graham Bell. Really? Mm, yep. Of course. Best and they pay homage with all the payphones. Yeah, that explains it. <laughs> landlines. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> in the town or in the city, they can only use a landline. Yeah, no they, they send cables to one another. Services too. Like Tyler, if you if I gave you a rotary dial phone, would you know how to use it? Yeah, 100%. My baba used to have one. And then when she moved out of her house, I took it and I put it in my parents' basement. And <laughs> we had a rotary phone uh, down there. It was hilarious. Rotary phones, man. When I was a kid, I did not have the patience for those things. <laughs> Yeah, don't don't underestimate me that much. I was just curious. They yeah. have them in the metaverse. Yes. <laughs> go We're into the metaverse to yeah go to live backwards. in the past. Go to the metaverse to live in the past. I'm gonna live like the Amish in the metaverse. To get there, you have to fax in your entry. It's funny. I was reading some random article on BBC last night about how like sleeping patterns during the medieval times were different than how we sleep. They used to sleep in two sessions. You'd have your first sleep and your second sleep. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So like four hours so like, or like six hours overnight and then like a couple hours Yeah, later, so they, they go to bed at like eight. You go to bed at like eight or something or eight or nine, get up at one, Don't and you do a bunch of like 
chores and stuff, and yeah, then you'd go yeah. back to sleep. Hmm. That's um, the medieval times, man. Chores. I I got something that I want to pass along here. Um, but medieval first, chores? Yeah, close. I mean, if you want to avoid doing your chores, you can just hit up our friends at DoorDash because I believe cooking is a chore, and uh, you can skip the cooking well with done. DoorDash. Promo code REALLIFEDD gets new customers 25% off and no delivery fees on their first order. And you know what? Why don't you just use DoorDash and order Oodle Noodle like a normal person? Get that dropped off right at your door. Yeah, be normal. Darren Dreger on TSN 1260 moments ago. Ken Holland has been in contact with Evander Kane's agent, Dan Milstein. Oh! Oh. So, uh, Cam Lewis wrote about Evander Kane this morning at OilersNation.com. It's the flavor du jour. And Mm -hmm. what's interesting, though, is um, Oilers fans seem really split on the idea. Yeah, it's probably 50-50. It's it's oh. really it's probably Cam and I were talking about it um, after the article went up, just seeing the feedback, and we thought it was going to be like universally no, <clears throat> um, but that's that doesn't seem the case. To be so the case amongst remove them. remove okay, well not remove like off ass off ass off ice antics aside, but also inside <clears throat> inside. But like, here, here's a situation we're in. This kind of continues on. I'm not as hot as I was last week. Last week I just had a. I was annoyed, so I ranted. But did you spaz about Kane? No, but our roster construction, current state, salary cap situation mm-hmm. forces our hand to entertain something like this because we can't afford to, you know, make a big splash or you know, we've got bad contracts that we can't get rid of. Yeah. It forces you to have to entertain something like this. And that's unfortunate. Yeah, it is unfortunate because you would hope the Oilers would be in a spot right now in year seven of McDavid, year eight of dry side where they don't need to entertain things like this. No. And the team's just good enough where you go, nope, don't even need that headache. But, and again, if, if just for the moment we're putting the office stuff to the side. <laughs> Tough to do, but I mean, yes. Which, hey, how hey, do you do that? I, I, I know, I know, but, I know, but I know. his numbers, 22 goals in 56 can. games, 26 goals in 64 care. games, 30 in 75, 29 in 78, 28 the year before that, 20 the year before that. Like, hey, all I'm all this care. dude does... I know, he I know. Up points, but it, okay, it annoys I'll get to that. You can't, you can't, you can't take this stuff off ice, uh, away from it. I don't I want agree. to hear from this guy. I'd rather not make the playoffs without him than make the playoffs with him. I don't want him. I don't want him around. I don't want to cheer okay. for him. I don't want and him to spoil our good team. I agree. This yeah. guy is a fucking and loser. You're, you're, I'm sorry, you're just, right. Rules out Dude. Dustin Bufflin ever being an Oiler. Yeah. This is why I would never. <laughs> this is why I would never be able to be like a, a, a an MLB sports writer who has to. Vote on the Hall of Fame. I could not separate the two. I would be awful at that. I can't do it in this yeah, moment. No. And so yeah. that's my view, and I will not change And that. And the point I wanted to make when I was done rattling off his numbers there was <laughs> that production is absolutely spectacular when you consider you could probably get him for a million dollars. And even with all that, I don't touch him. And I don't even really have to think that hard about it. Like, no, I just, I don't think so. it's no. just. What no, is no. Ken Holland doing? What's he calling to say I'm not? He doesn't have a choice. No, he doesn't have a choice. We need scoring. Oh, and so he, that, that's the problem. It's, 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 we're, we've created the circumstance where you have to reach out <laughs> and have that conversation, yeah, well, which is yeah. not good. Putting us in that position then. Yeah, I mean, that is on Holland for putting us in this position. And if this is his solution to fix the depth, then I'm not happy about it. Because like like Chalmers said, I want to enjoy rooting for the Edmonton Oilers. And if it's Evander Kane scoring two goals in a big game, I don't feel as good. Because again, this goes back. 
take the COVID shit he's done this year off the table. The San Jose Sharks, even with all that production, were not bringing him back this year. They were telling him to go home. They suspended him. They talked to the team, the players, everyone decided, we don't want that guy around our organization. So if you're Edmonton, why do you think you're any different? And again, this isn't like it's one time he's done some shady shit. He's consistently been a bad teammate everywhere he's gone. He's consistently had drama follow him around. And the allegations off the ice, and again, we have to use the word allegations, they're, that's not a good dude. That's not a guy I want on a hockey no, team that I, I root for. And no, I agree. No, when, more, when, when, when he does something fucking stupid and more shit in his personal life surfaces, I don't want the caption to be Edmonton Oilers forward Evander Kane. I just don't want to see it. I don't want to yep. hear it because it's inevitable with this guy. It never ends. Amen, this guy man. just cannot get out of his own way. He, we, we, we talk about it in our group chats. We talk about how he, you know, they, they – there's these certain kind of guys like Antonio Brown, like Evander Kane. These dudes cannot get out of their own way. And no matter how many chances they get, they fucking do something dumb. It's in their nature. They have the self-destruct gene. They always self-destruct every few years. And yeah. Yeah. And I don't want it to say Edmonton Oilers forward Evander Kane. Calgary Flame forward Evander Kane. I don't, yeah, I don't. Don't make the playoffs. I don't even want him in the NHL. Saddle dome destroyed. Evander yeah, this Kane. one. This one has KHL written all over it. In my opinion. But even like, is would he, like, well, yeah, that's where that's, that's if, if he need and you know he's got financial issues. If he needs money, he should go to the KHL. Yeah, because they'll pay him. Um, yeah, I just I don't like the look of this at all. That I was listening to the radio on the way in today, and I think the one like there were people who were saying you bring him in for the four months for the rest of this cool. season. And you just say like, we aren't bringing you back. Like you can come and rebuild your reputation here. If you want to try that, try hard. And, but that's exactly where I was going to go next was this dude was just sent down to the American hockey league yeah. and he couldn't even handle that. Like that didn't even humble him. He got caught again, breaking COVID protocol and doing dumb shit like flying. What happened in the A? What happened? <laughs> Needs he, a contract. So Needs a contract. they sent him down to the American league and they he tested positive for COVID and then he just flew into Canada before allegedly. His court, allegedly. I, I don't know if that's still proven, but yeah. they they think that's the th- that was why his contract was terminated. Was well, and he was supposed to report back to the team on like December twenty sixth. They didn't come back till Jan six, and there's a bunch of uh, you know allegedly yeah. bullshit reasons as to why that didn't happen. But apparently, it's enough for like it, like yeah, NHL team needs to be pretty certain and I think they got the league involved that they can push the termination button on a contract mm-hmm. so they feel Does confident enough to do that money? no it means that's like 28 million dollars 22.5 22.5 I believe or no, no it's 20 you're, you're yeah. listening to the rundown this morning you're on the rundown this morning 22.5 was Mike Richards and 28's uh, Vander Kane you you have the type of problems that he has four years financially seven. through gambling doesn't get the you money get a 28 million dollar contract and you screwed up this bad yeah. That's just a guy that just is. He'll never get it. I just can't. I can't. He'll never get it. I can't with this guy. He's just an idiot. I just, yep. I'll never have time for dudes like that. So, what this. Chalmers is saying is he loves Evander Kane and wants him long to term. mentor Connor McDavid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what and I'm hearing. Long, right, Chalmers? He does come here. He does come here, let's say. How long until it's, he's tweeting about, oh, this city's a hunk of shit and it's too goddamn cold? Like, <laughs> we don't played in Winnipeg, we don't man, and he hated it. And he played in Buffalo. He did play in Buffalo. And, I love both cities. And he was in. So uh, what you're saying is, bring him, sign him, and make him captain. Can you imagine that's a joint press you conference? Rebuilding around him. Give him the extra year because he believes. 
<laughs> oh no! <laughs> you went oh, the no. extra year. Oh no! But that's but that, like whatever we we talk and we mock, but the reality is is like we don't have much to spend at the moment unless we make some big moves and can, like we have to entertain this for some fucking weird reason. Contracts terminated. Let's bring back you Mike always, Richards. You, you always talk about you drinking the Kool Aid, and I don't know what the fuck's in this Kool Aid the last couple of weeks, but you are. Well, no, no, it's there, my man. yeah, but it's I, I do drink the Kool Aid. I try to extract the positive from everything, especially going into the season. But when we go through what we go through, it's because I drink the Kool Aid and expect the sometimes the results of that Kool Aid is supposed to deliver, and the fact that it's not the case, you have to kind of do an assessment and call it what it is. But it's all coming oh, from a fine. place of love. Paul Vispot is Evander Kane, the savior, with quotations around it, line JR. No, no, no. Quote, Chalmers loves JR. Evander Kane, thinks he's the future <laughs> of the Oilers, and, and, and title. All right. I can't even imagine Evander Kane's mental state doing half the shit he pulls. But, I, again, that like, just... What are you doing, dude? Do you want to fucking lose your huge-ass contract? Well, he Man. has, like, oh, pretty much lost it. It's, I mean, unless... What yeah. I mean, but, like, yeah. the thought process leading up to this, right? It wasn't, like, one bad thing happened and he got in huge shit. This guy's been given a shitload of chances. There's probably a ton of stuff we don't even know about that he's done. Yeah. Oh, that's for sure. Well, the one... The one thing that I've learned about guys who consistently ruin their chances is don't give them any more. It's not that hard. They aren't going to change. Yeah. Never works in sports, no matter what sport it is. There's always those guys. Yeah. Yeah. We traded, uh, didn't we trade Ryan Strom for a guy kind of like that? He was a piece well, of shit. Well, Ryan Spooner, I mean, he just came in and he was largely irrelevant for his But time also, here. like, his teammates never liked him and shit like that. I don't well, know. it's not like we traded Jordan Everly for him indirectly or anything. Well, we, I, 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 I support the Everly for Strom. It made so much sense at that time. Um, Strom for Spooner is the. That's the. Yeah, if we if we still had Strom in the lineup, we'd be super happy. There's your thir- there's your three C problem. We had him. <laughs> a lot of our problems is we've had the we had the guys. We just and he's assistant captain and beloved. How do we have? Connor loved him. They talked about that. that was the other thing that drove me nuts. They talked about the Strom trade. They talked about how Connor would be upset with it because of how good of friends they were. Like, oh, my God. Does that mean Connor didn't sign off on the deal ultimately? Fuck no. Not on that one. I I have a funny feeling. Why are we doing anything without consulting Connor at this stage of the game? Both of those deals, like Kajula for Manning, there's no way Connor would have been. Why do you? you You don't. Yes. You never do that. Like, even if Manning was actually good, you still don't do that. Stand and by your guy, your guy. Like that's Connor's your guy. Like yes, he's the guy. Um, I would imagine that guy. if this Kane <laughs> thing were to go anywhere, which I don't think it will. It well, it hey man, like uh, f- fuck. Who knows? Who knows? Um, Backs against the wall. There's no way they do it without like a really assuring thumbs up from the leadership group in the room. Because you, it, like you, you don't bring in a potential poison like that without really making sure the leaders in the room are prepared for that. And considering what we've seen from the Oilers, I don't think we don't have a room to carry a guy like that. No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you can answer this here. I'm Chuck or anybody else. Um, but is there any, is there any connection that he has to this team with anybody that he's played with or somebody that he's had a, a a (sighs) relationship, you know, negative or positive in the past? I don't, anybody that's going to either say, 
you know, yeah, I like, don't, I don't. So he was in Winnipeg for a bit. The Oilers don't have any former Jets. He was. What about Junior? He played for. He played in. Oh. He's the dub guy. Yeah, he was a Vancouver Giant, I believe. Right, he was. Um, those Lucic. Yeah, oh seven, oh nine. He was in the dubs, but like. Again, I don't think I don't, the I don't think we have anyone. That I don't now. think we have any former Vancouver. He played with, uh, I mean, he's not here anymore, but he played with Tyler Ennis in Buffalo. I'm just trying to look through quickly while you're looking as well, Tyler. Yeah, I mean, that's I not a current it. connection by any means, but I, I'm just I'm just trying to answer Chalmers' question. Do you here. bring back Tyler yeah, Ennis because no, I mean, he's just, the Evander Kane whisperer? There is no oh, Evander stretch? Kane whisperer. No, <laughs> no there's Chal- no. Well, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Chalmers might be. What? Charles, if we bring brought, Pat, do you bring in Evander Kane and Patrick Kane? Nope, they cancel each other out and just score goals. It's yeah, like two negatives make a positive. You bring in both those guys. Two negative like, Canes, positive ion charge. Yep. Um, Charles, if we could bring well, Evander I mean, Kane on the podcast, connection. do you think you could straighten him out? Do you think there's you could give him like a dad talk? Haven't even thought about. Oh, what's that? Oh, he played with Noah Gregor. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. in San Jose. Oh yeah. So he played with Noah. We know How interesting. Uncle. There's a direct line here. I'm just following do, up. Do I think I could? Do I think I could straighten who out your MJ? Evander Kane. Do you think if you just sat him down for a little bit, you could really give him a Gave nice him dad no. talk? No, we both. No, because I I say, hey, do you want to meet? We got to talk, and then we'd end up at the Cactus Club, and next thing we know, we'd be at the casino because I like casinos too. And <laughs> you just enable one know, another. Be part of <laughs> and the next thing you know, you can't work for the Sharks either. Next thing you're calling yeah, me with next- ten grand in your hand. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, next, thing, next thing I know, I'm using I'm using ten thousand dollars and hundred as a phone. yeah. You and Evander are up yeah, twenty no. grand. We haven't seen you in a month. <sighs> yeah. No. Uh, Coach Chalmers, ladies and gentlemen, just are you mad at him or are you mad at yourself, Chalmers? <laughs> I'm both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate this guy. I don't want to ever, don't ever, ever uh, compare me to this mother. I, I didn't like compare. I said, are you guys soulmates? Well, the only the thing I'm seeing is that Renovander Kane is Babcock, too, which would just double down on that oh, problem. Fuck. Yeah, well, then you need Babcock if you got Kane. Uh, He's like, I'll coach him. I, I really love the parallel people are trying to draw between Kane and Cassian. Well, oh. we did it. We, we resurrected Cassian so we can do it with Kane. I'm like, these are two completely great, like, like both different ends of the spectrum, different situations. Yeah. Ultimately, uh, what p- people with that opinion, what do they want? Are they actually they want they want the Oilers better? to be better. Like they're they're like trying him? to they're trying to put the rose colored glasses on because the Oilers are in a shitty situation right now and they're just staring at the stat lines of Kane. Yeah, like if this was a video situation, game, and, they're, and they're trying to justify it. As a player, Evander Kane unquestionably would help, but it's everything else, which is obviously 95% of the issue. Uh, just to put a bow on this conversation, uh, the, the the full headline from TSN 1260, Darren Drager says, if the Oilers stay interested in Kane like they are, would probably be in the top five from Kane's perspective. 15 to 20 teams have expressed some level of interest in Kane. Yep. 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 Chalmers, so, do you want to quote yourself in the intro of the real life podcast? Is everyone drunk? Yeah. Seriously. What are fifteen? Are there fifteen teams out there that desperate to to, to get a little bit better, who, marginally it, better? Who knows if this is actually stuff or if it's fluff? Right. You, you never know. But it um, happens in the NFL all the time. <laughs> yeah. 
Guys get caught on video doing bad things, work? and next thing you know, they get released, and then another team picks them up. All in the name of stats and yep. trying to win. You know, that's a great point. You know what? And you're not wrong, and that happens a lot. And um, I don't think I'm as – like some of those stories I might not know. Sure, Tyreek Hill's had some problems. Antonio Brown's had problems. Kareem Hunt. Antonio Brown went to the Cardinals right now. Would I, would I going into the playoffs, would I be mad? Would I be this mad? Probably not. It's not my hometown team. I can look at it from a little further out than that, right? This mm. is my hometown team. This is where I live. This has the words Edmonton in it. Yep. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, not our brand. More, That's right. Edmonton's a brand good. of yeah. good people. But 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 I'm not I'm not so hypocritical that I don't understand where I'm coming from in that because that's you know that's it's just this is way closer to my heart than mm-hmm. the Arizona Cardinals or any other you know the baseball team that I that I grew up watching they're not it's not as close as this yeah. Chalmers I was recently out in London Ontario for an extended trip I can't discuss <laughs> <laughs> and it occurred to me while I was there I had a lot of time on my hands and I thought to myself then and I think to myself now Evander Kane is not an option <laughs> There you go. Yeah, I agree with you. Well, speak, we were talking about that. Speaking, in London, Ontario. speaking things close to our heart. <laughs> you know, was, I'm, I'm assuming was close to a lot of our hearts and molded and shaped us into the great people. And probably Evander Kane did not watch this this television father of ours. Is, is R.I.P. Bob Saget, a.k.a. Danny Tanner. That's a bummer, oh, man. What a, a fucking hard one. year. Yeah, that's a rough one. That one hurts, man. That one, uh, like, yep. Full House played a really big part of my life. Mine too. I loved Full House. And then as I got older, the funny thing is I have I have two memories or thoughts of Bob Saget in my life. One is Danny Tanner. Unquestionably, I love Full House. And then one as I got older was learning that he did stand up and the flavor of stand up comedy <laughs> yeah. that he did. Polar opposite. Oh, it's just so completely opposite of what Danny Tanner was. So then I saw I I, I really embraced his stand-up for just the weirdness and the blue it was so blue and so crude and it was just so right, funny bag, right right bag milk so like it's exact same as me because you see you grow up with him on full out you see how he is but then i was a big uh america's funny Stone videos fan oh yeah so good I loved it that, that was that like, sunday night like, this is this is the cheesiest dad jokes you could ever have. And then I think we this guy's an actual stand-up comedian. And then the, the, the difference as to which he was a comedian, it floored me. I just remember being like, okay, this guy is one of the coolest ever. Like that's what makes go it on special radio shows or like, yeah, he reminded me of guys like, um, like, uh, you remember super Dave Osborne? Oh, love yeah. super Dave. Where their sense of humors were just, like so out there, Norm McDonald, these guys, when they went on talk shows and they just, you could tell they were the comedian amongst the comedians that, that were loved. Like the comedians yeah, yeah. loved them. You know what I That's mean? That's what blows me away so, about full house watching it now, knowing how Bob Saget actually was. It's like insane yeah. that he could pretend. To how be did he get the role? Actor. How did he get the role of Danny Tanner? If that's who Bob comic, Saget right? is, wasn't he? They he wasn't know who he was. Oh yeah, well, and he's he got to get the gig, like good I, for him. I, I mean, he had radio. Like, I mean, like it wasn't well known. He was an off-color comic when they hired yeah. him. Like he was a relative unknown. Hundred percent. I I saw Watch a video it, on yeah. Twitter that he wasn't in the pilot though. Like he wasn't the original one. Who oh, like, was? Oh, that's interesting. I'm Pull gonna, up who was. Uh, that's a, like I said. Like that's the whole thing. Like because you like because us growing up with Full House, you'll always 
see Danny Tanner when you see Bob Saget. So when Always. he's going and talking like that, you're like, Danny Tanner, watch your mouth. That adds to like the entertainment value of Bob Saget. It was Entourage for me where I first saw him out of Danny Tanner character. Yeah. Remember how he was great, on Entourage? Great on Entourage. It blew my mind how different he was. Like it, it was like he was completely a different human being. There's a documentary from 2005 called The Aristocrats. Oh, yeah. and it's <laughs> about the aristocrats joke. If you don't know what it is, I, I encourage you to watch it. That's or don't. Really or if you're, it's a lost. It's a lost art. There, that joke. That joke. Bob Saget's version of it in that documentary is one of the filthiest <laughs> things I've ever heard. I got to rewatch it. It changed my perspective <laughs> on him forever. And it's just, it's so funny that he was the full house guy, like you guys said, and the America's Funniest Home Videos guy, but then the aristocrats did, did, did is explain, inside him. Did, did you did you, did you you explain? I, I just missed it right there, but did you say what the aristocrats was like? It's like, they all tell the joke a little bit different and it can- yep. it, It's the same punchline, different, different delivery to get there. Yeah, but so it's the so same much, joke. No, the body- the body is that you can you can you can like make the body what you want of the joke, right, Magno? It's like making a pizza. You know, everybody's version is different. And that documentary, The Aristocrats, again, it's from 2005. It talks about this one specific joke, and it has all these different comedians' takes on that one joke. And I just I remember specifically Bob Saget's version of it was just unbelievable yeah i gotta rewatch that 19 year old brain don't not don't to be confused but, with the animated classic the aristocats no of course oh that's not no. what we're that talking about yeah. entirely different, different joke different right. joke yes. yeah 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 one of them is on disney plus the other one not to never go on <laughs> disney plus no, no never no, no. uh so, if you want to if you want to encapsulate uh, bob saget's career um i'm sure everybody remembers it but it is one scene in um uh, oh my god, I just looked at the name of this movie. What the hell was it? Uh, when he's in the crowd? Yes, when he's in half baked. In half baked. Wow. That encapsulates his his comedy chops right there. That's an iconic, iconic, uh, iconic scene from him. Go search Bob Saget. Half-Baked. Why were you watching Half Baked, Chalmers? Because he was in London with time to kill. Yeah. I was in London was waiting for somebody in a hotel. He <laughs> <laughs> was on the hotel TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they didn't well, show yeah. up because my payment failed because I put in the wrong <laughs> expiry date. It was the only free-to-me, free-to-me movie they had. Half-baked. Uh, Bob Saget also directed one of my favorite movies of all time with Norm MacDonald, uh, Dirty Work, from back in the day. He directed yeah, that? Good. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's a classic. Such a good movie. I'm, I'm writing down. No, I got some homework to do. I got to rewatch both of those aristocrats yeah. and dirty work. Chalmers, I think you'd really like dirty work. It's just so stupid. And if you like Norm Macdonald and Artie Lang as his counterpart in that movie, it's just, it's yeah. so oh, dumb. And it's so funny. Yeah. Also oh, the episode, of the, even... Norm, the episode of the Norm Macdonald <laughs> show with Bob Saget, it's on YouTube is hilarious and has probably the, <laughs> Funniest ending to a podcast I've ever seen where basically Norm McDonald said something so terrible. Bob Saget's just like, that is the end of this podcast. And they couldn't go past it. It's hilarious. Um, I was I was talking about the unaired pilot of of the show, and it was uh, John Posey who actually starred oh as God. Danny Tanner. Um, like and see what else he started. John Posey. See if he started anything of note after the fact. Um Teen Wolf. Uh, Teen Wolf, yeah. 
but the show. Teen Wolf. Lucifer. He's in the, he's in the Teen Wolf Two. Show Lucifer. How oh, to yeah. get away with murder. Yeah, NCIS Los Angeles, a couple of 24. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was a big 24 guy. Carl Mossman in day five. He was on like one episode. One episode. Okay, that's what I won't remember. Um, he was in a dare video as a coach. <laughs> of course. Robocop 3. Oh, boy. Nikki, Nico's dad. Full house. Full house. <laughs> pilot. Oh. Um, he and was I, in one episode of Seinfeld. As? A doctor. Oh. As a door, I, <laughs> I I like the description of the unaired pilot though, and it just says when Danny Tanner's wife tragically dies in a car accident, little does he know that it would change the life of his three children. What do you mean, little, little. did he know? How did he not see that it was? Gonna... Little did he know. <laughs> you didn't I mean, think you were like ah, that's a minor event. event. <laughs> no okay, uh, full house trivia. Just because I saw the answer there, mm-hmm. DJ Tanner. What does the DJ stand for? Oh, I know the second letter. Joe. Yes. <laughs> D- D- Diane? Diane? Go with the, what, what were you going to say? You, I think you're closer with your first attempt there, Charles. Dirty Joe. <laughs> Diane <laughs> Joe? DJ Tanner says for Dirty Joe Tanner. Uh, I said, I was going to say Donna or Diane. Yeah, Donna. Donna Joe. Donna Joe. Ah, okay. Donna Joe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Remember you guys how- are talking about... Remember how Aunt Becky decided to have twins? They were just like, you could live in the attic. And it was like no problem to absorb three more people in that house. That that house had that house had capacity. Yeah. Room for what days Danny, in that house. What did, what did Danny Tanner do to support all those people? Wake up, Wake San, up San, Francisco, San Francisco, buddy. It was a local crazy? Yeah, morning television with celebrity. Aunt Becky. With Aunt Becky, exactly. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot. Oh, that is man. a really that is a Wake up. That's you thought one. DJ Tanner stood for disc jockey Tanner? Yeah, it wasn't all for a radio career that paid the bills for the Tanner household. Shout out to Candace Cameron Bure for staying married to Valerie Bure for as long as they have. That has been a minute, hasn't it? It struck me as odd then. It strikes me as odd now. And I don't think they're ever going to get divorced. Oh, I was so jealous. I like, like they obviously you grew up with a crush on DJ. Sure. She has to have met Putin. Oh, has to. There's a chance. In my mind, when she go, when yeah, Valerie yeah. goes to Russia, he's seeing his brother, right? Mm-hmm. Valerie is still a huge Russian hockey alumni. Mm-hmm. So is Pavel. There's no way Pavel's DJ massive. Tanner hasn't met Putin. Um, yeah, I would think that's so. a weird thing to think of. But yeah, you're probably right. Um, in, doesn't Pavel Bure live on like an island with Oprah and shit? Something like that? Yeah, when, he lives in Putin. Island. He, he's got the Putin card. Yeah, for sure. Damn right he does. I mean, when you score 20 goals in the NHL, like six, seven times, like wildly productive career for Valerie Bure. But then he just disappeared. He just stopped playing in 0304 after scoring 22 goals. And then he never. his knee. But do, Val- do Valerie and Pavel Cameron. still talk? Because, you know. Yeah, I must talk. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe DJ. What a weird thing to delve into. Whether or not Pavel Bure and <laughs> Valerie Bure have a great brotherly relationship. Of course they do. Talk? Well, I don't know. Maybe D- maybe maybe DJ put a, put a wedge in there. You don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the drama. The odds that Putin is you really the think Burry DJ Tanner's going to put a wedge in there? DJ Tanner might DJ not, but Candace Bure may. Think. She grew up with the low expectations of her brother, Kirk. Yeah, who was no, a megastar at the time. Was able to destroy them. How would they? <laughs> how would they even meet? Like, what's Valerie's the? Kirk he played in Florida. Game. I'm not even kidding. At a hockey okay. game, she went to hockey game. Shut up! Seriously? She did. She went down below, and they met. I'm not even kidding. 
Yeah, Kurt wasn't. Yeah, I don't Kurt, know if I believe wasn't you. Kurt, wasn't Kurt Cameron like a staple at like at Kings games? Kings games. Yeah. yeah. Aren't they? Isn't he Canadian? Kurt Cameron was. A I don't know. Son. They, is Kurt Cameron Canadian? No, he's not. I know Alan Thick was. Alan Thick was. So yeah. I would think he's Canadian, but he's probably not. No, but they born did in LA. A hockey game. I assure you. Yeah. Yep. Also, uh, Pavel Bure in 2020 sold his Fisher Island condo for 3.15 million dollars US. So Pavel or Valerie? Pavel did. His ears have gotten huge in retirement. I'd just like to bring that up. <laughs> well, that's that, 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 that's unfortunate sign of aging is like the, your nose and your ears continue to grow. Yeah. And Russian guys generally aren't exactly aging well for the most part. Like isn't in the uh, in the the mausoleum in uh, in in Moscow where uh, Stalin and Lenin are, don't they have to like continually trim their hair? Like oh, they're yes, true. As a mausoleum and Russian expert, um, yes, I know that for a fact. Okay, wait, what? I, I feel wow. like because they, they lay in state. I don't know if you know that. Do you, like do, you, do you study Russia in social studies? No. Someone needs yeah. to give me the whole version of this story. Well, I'm Lenin interested. and Stalin were both leaders of Russia at different I'm, times. I know them, yeah. Okay, okay. And they were celebrated and put in a, mono, a mausoleum forever to be seen. They lay in state. And can people can come and see him forever. They stay yeah. forever, and I believe they still get manicured because their hair still grows post mortem. What? That's, that doesn't make sense at all. I I I I, I oh, fuck. I know they have. I, I, okay, I, I I can't say that I've read this, it. but I swear I remember this in class. Like so, this was brought up in class. So I just googled does Stalin still get haircuts, and I'm sure. not really finding much. Uh, a Reddit thread Is where that someone they don't want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I it's it's I swear there's like yeah I, it's I don't know why <laughs> that doesn't I, even make sense. I don't know I wouldn't have dreamt this up I would have been I would have been told this at a young and an impressionable yeah. age and it's one of those things that just would have stuck with me for life. So does that mean that they'll just get smaller and smaller as their biomatter converts into hair and they don't eat anything new until one day they're just a furby of hair with two little feet? Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they look like now. Um, but you, I have you, a question you, for you. Do you think in a thousand years they're still lying in state? Or do you think Russia has like a referendum in the year? Yeah, Putin will just punt him and it, it'll be him. Putin! If, if there was ever a, a moment in time where I realized we need hockey more than ever, that it's right now. <laughs> well, oh my, like, I, I can't find anything about haircuts. There's definitely caretakers. Trimming, uh, like I, hair I trimming. Like haircuts might not be the, like, do they still get their hair trimmed or, 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 or manicured or something? Do they, uh, they use a manscape oh, razor? Stalin. Oh, young Stalin was a handsome Oh, wow. Man. I like to think that Stalin <laughs> keeps it tight still. Young Stalin photos. He was a handsome man. Jeez, I, I'll only say that once, but... Uh, Wow. Yeah, Chalmers, to your, to your point, up. man, there's been. <laughs> now, if, if Stalin could score 20, would you thaw him out and sign him to the oil? That's the real question. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he would definitely want full control of the team. Uh, oh, oh. Yeah, he doesn't work well. He, he'd have to wear the, the K, not the C. Can, All I, right. can I, can we, can we. Talk about how we haven't played hockey in nine years and we're just rambling about the Russian Revolution. About, if you want to talk about something else, you can't yet because I need to talk about how much I freaking love twigginberries.ca. Oh, thank you. Finally, something positive. <laughs> Save 15% with the promo code NATION15. The weather is warming up, so why would you not get some of the ODR gear and hit the ice looking as good as you can? Twigginberries.ca. Well, an ODR season recently, is finally back upon us after being robbed from us for three weeks mm-hmm. with this crazy. Did you see Josh Clausen's tweet? If you're 50 yeah. years or younger, you have not experienced a cold snap like this. 
insane. That's wild. That insane. I was recently out east on a trip, and I was meeting a lot of new people wearing twig and berries. <laughs> and without exception, everyone complimented me on my new underwear. All right. It's very that's, comfortable. That's a powerful testimonial. Yep. Pride of London. Um. So, yeah, sorry. I just needed to give some love to Twig and Berries there. Uh, but, yeah, hasn't been a lot of hockey recently. Um, and, like, are they even going to play this? Like, we just dumped a bunch more people. And granted, I shouldn't say dump them in, but, like, a bunch more players just entered COVID protocol. Like, yep. hey, is, but is Saturday going to be, like, no, is, is that a reality? Now, now to be no. fair, you should have McDavid and Dreisaitl for that game. So, you know. I'd play. Yeah. How can you ice a 23-man roster with five people on your 23-man roster ostensibly out? When was our last game? Jan, what, Jan? It was against the Leafs. Jan 5th? That was the last Wednesday. Jan 5th? Last Wednesday, yeah. So we'll be 10 days, nine days without a game. Yep. And then again, (laughs) even if we play Saturday, then we don't play again until the 20th against Florida. So we're going to play. We're going to go through a stretch where we have two games in 14 days. Yeah. And then uh, then, that's great. And and then we have to play the biggest game of catch up ever because they haven't they haven't extended the season yet. Like this is I I know we got three weeks in the Olympic break, but still we've got how many postponed games? How many games are going to be postponed in the next two weeks? There's already four postponed in January, plus the ones from uh, December, that whole week there. Okay. Jay, what if I told you I'm from the future, and in the next two weeks, Stalin and Lenin reanimate and attack the world, and there is no NHL playoffs? At least they'll have a nice haircut. It would look good. Yep. Yeah, they'll, 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 be, they'll be prim and proper. Okay, I have a question, because I realized I just may have done math wrong. Stunner. So <laughs> on brand, the Oilers after the Leafs game, it was January 6th was the day after. So that means from January 6th to January 20th, the Oilers will play two games. Is that two games in 14 days or two games in 15 days? Um, there's a game at no, 14 because they're playing a game on that day. Oh, no, no, it would be, no, it'd be 15, 16, it would right? be 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, and that always fucks with me the old when I'm doing post, this stuff. Fence post rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, don't, I never know what's day. the proper way to You're do starting it. starting at one, not at zero. So we play, what, the 15th and then the, f- then we go to Winnipeg, 16th? No, postponed. no, postponed. Chicago postponed. Oh, this is boring. Let's go back to talking about pubes. Well, Stalin speaking pubes. of pubes, which... Whatever. Uh, I had to get a physical. I had my first ever physical of my life today. You, you've never Holy had a physical. Man. Never had a physical. Uh, How'd it go? Are you about to enter the you, North Korean army? Well, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a very revealing process. Yes. Uh, Jay, I, can you take I your pants off? Like you pull your pants and your underwear down past your bum? Mm-hmm. That's like like you're a kindergartner at a <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. was uh, it was an interesting experience this morning. Thankfully, everything is okay. Um, yeah, when they check the old tackle and everything, it's it's wild. Yeah, three testicles, all in good working order. So As that's good. Yep. <laughs> um, I also have never been for a physical, and I feel like I really. Well, you're should. young. Yeah, but I like I was talking about this actually the other day with some family members, and they were like, "You need to get on that. That's embarrassing that you haven't done." Yeah, it. sure. Yeah, yeah, do do it. Like I, I I I regret that I waited so long. I'm glad that I did it. And Chalmers, do you do physicals? Yeah, I've had a physical. I've had a, every five years, thirty five and forty. And I went at thirty five. I thought I was going to get Mister Jellyfinger, but my uh, defense or my um my uh, doctor keeps putting the pushing the goalposts back and oh. making it every five years. I'm starting to think. Yeah. I'm starting to get a little. Uh, worried he doesn't actually want to give it to me or so, what, because 
that's part of the reason I was avoiding this uh, is because I thought that's what a physical I know, was. No, that's part of it. That's part of it. Credit cards. That's part of it. But not at my age. Not at my age. And, and, and so, Chalmers, same mm-hmm. thing. I got deferred, too. I got deferred. He's like, yeah, no, like, based on, like, you know, the answers to your well, questions that makes me here. I a little better that it's not about me. It's not. Yeah. I said, I'm like, I really, I really like, I manscaped. I cleaned up for you. Like, can we just get this Jeez. over with? I'm terrible. I sh- I, I, can't, I didn't come in. For, like, I, I, I'm due for a maintenance check, and I didn't. And, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, once again, first time. Like, I'm like, I don't know what I'm walking into. And I wish I was. I'll be more prepared for the next one. I'll tell you that much. You know, I, I always clean my car before I take it to the body shop. I don't want them working on a dirty car. So you got to you gotta, you gotta take a little bit of pride in your I, I didn't, I didn't take any pride, Chalmers. I didn't take any pride. I didn't know I was in a situation where pride was needed, right. and now I know. <laughs> All right, I am just going to, you know what? Just <laughs> I'm ready to be stripped naked at a moment's notice 363 days a year. You never know. That's just because that's just your neighbors might always be watching. You, may, you never know when you end up naked, boys, you know? <laughs> I, I, I was on the verge of saying to my doctor during my last physical, like, you know, these are really aggressive lumen lights you have in this uh, office. Can we put a dimmer on this? Like, I don't know if we need it to be the fucking surface of the sun in here, but what, uh, it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I just, it's, you know, everything, if you're doing something uncomfortable, it's easier to do kind of. In the dark. In the with the lights down a little lower, if you know. What yeah, I mean. I'm gonna. I just, you don't like playing under the lights, eh? You don't want the guy <laughs> yeah, who's looking you over to make sure you're healthy to be able to see. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I also want some more <laughs> playing because he, want, he, because he wants more time of feeling though. around, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I really yeah, want him to feel around as long as he needs to. <laughs> he doesn't need to see anything. Yeah, what he, he needs to he, do he, is touch and feel, and man, he's got to trust his instincts. I don't know if you're at a doctor in this story. I don't think you've gone to. No, he's in London, Ontario. <laughs> yeah. I got checked uh, by a man in a van. I don't know what you guys are talking about. If I wasn't, at, if I wasn't at the doctor, trust me, I would have got the finger in the butt. Oh, you guys got it. that task so. where you're just standing at a bus stop and a guy pulls up with a van that says "doctor" <laughs> on the side and says, "We picked you. It's your turn." Yeah, yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah, when he when he was when he was, <laughs> I was like, "What the hell." Anyway, anywho, oh, that is a fun evening. There may not be another weather's game for a month, boys. We're gonna have to keep. Uh, this is where it's getting to. This is this is. Uh, they can't call That's this is like pause content. Of signing Evander Kane, telling that joke. <sighs> It was uh, uh, all ratings, it, all uh, laughs. In the in in the uh, immortal words of Ross Geller, let's have that to yeah. something different. Yeah, I, um, there's still a lot so I need to check off the list for this show. Though. I, One, I got a couple. I got a couple things too. Okay. That's awesome, Wait, but I'm not going to let you talk about. right now. So. Let your M check make money. Why? What do you got to do? Uh, well, usually this is the part of our show on Monday where we do a trades link hardest worker, but since the Oilers barely played in the last week, I feel like it's a weird time to give a hardest worker. So I'll just give some the love guy to trades link credit card. That's the yeah. hardest. They were working. Actually, yeah. the lady oh, that had, really to, had to go worker. through all of the charges on my card. Mm-hmm. I like that. You deserve hardest worker. She does. No, no, she does. I'll give I'll give a trades link hardest worker to Tyler for helping me get my podcast set up on Friday. 
Friday evening, mm -hmm. even though he did not have to. So thank you for that, Tyler. Yep. Did uh, Steve Jobs get back to us on uh, the status of he Apple? He is not. I oh, will, no, I will get on that in just you. a second. Um, Better late than never is up everywhere, but Steve Jobs has yet to answer my emails. Mm -hmm. um, oh, no. I was telling some of my friends this weekend who work in the trades about TradesLink, and they were very intrigued. It's basically like LinkedIn, but for trades workers, is a local operation as well. Promote your top skills with vouchers. Keep a digital wallet for your certifications and education with notifications as well. So I like all of that right there. Shout out to TradesLink. Um, okay, Chalmers, now you can go. What do you want to talk about? I got a TradesLink Hardest Worker of the Week. And if you guys could all go to the uh, real-life um, chat that we have, I have posted a picture of the player on the PGA Tour who this week oh, I love him. broke the all-time record for the lowest four-round score in a what? tournament at minus 34. What? His name is Cameron Smith. And this guy has got to be your new favorite golfer. This oh, guy is the lowest you're talking about? He is a vibe. This Him and Will Zalatoris. This guy I am talking about. He's the new this John Daly. He is an Australian. He rocks a mullet. He's got a mustache. He he has Australia, the the, the initials for Australia, A-U-S, shaved in the side of his mullet. He <laughs> Love is it. an absolute unit. Legend. He's got a mullet like shoulder. I'd like him to go get looked at. And right now, he is playing out-of-this-world golf. I'm telling you, this guy's going to take the world by storm. He kind of did last year. He was, you know, he, he had some really good tournaments. He was in the yeah. thick of it in a major. Um, and this, to start off this we this year already, and to look the way he looks. What a look this just, guy has. Oh, he's, he's a vibe. I love him. I love him. So he is my trades link, hardest worker of the week. What's his name? Cameron yeah. Smith. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah, you're going to love this guy. And then, so, Wanya, you like when I break down fun things in sports. Always. Well, last you're the best night, at it. No one's better. Last night is Uremchuk and JR probably know, but Bag Milk, you're not a big football fan, so you probably oh my don't God. know what's going on unless you were on Twitter. Oh, I don't know my anything. Twitter. God, it almost happened. Okay. I, I do know because I was on Twitter, yeah. Yeah, so last night Twitter was a buzz because yep. there was a football game last night, uh, Wanya, between the L.A. <laughs> Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders. Yes. And it just so happened that if these two teams, and ties are very uncommon in the NFL, but if these two teams were to tie this game, they would both make the playoffs. That's right. I remember talking about this last time. Yes. If one team won, they were in, and the other was out. If the other team won, same thing. So they play an amazing game. They march down the field, and the Chargers, with zero time left on the clock, tie the game up. So they go into overtime. So the game ended a tie? Uh, just wait. It gets better. These two teams then decide, you know, they look at each other and they, they're like, we're going to play for this. There's five minutes of overtime. They oh. both march down. They, 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 they trade field goals to still have it tied up with a minute 32 left on the clock. And the Raiders have the ball at about midfield. The Ooh. Raiders in first and second down. They show a, a package that they're not really they're not really very urgent. They're not really getting up to the line. They're looking and the perception is, you know what, they're just gonna run this clock out. They're they're rivals. Um, and you know, it's it's uncommon. It's what everybody wants. Everybody's like, this is unbelievable. The only fan base that doesn't want it is the Pittsburgh Steelers. If these two teams tie, the Pittsburgh Steelers are out. If huh. one of them wins, the Pittsburgh Unreal. Steelers are in. A minute thirty two left on the clock. It's getting down to about 39 seconds for third down. 
And New- the, 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 if, if, if nobody does anything, the Raiders most likely just run the ball twice, let the clock hit zero. But the L.A. Ra- the LA um, Chargers coach decides to call a timeout. And everybody is confused as to what he's doing. Why are you calling a timeout? The Raiders go back to their huddle and they're like, he's on, sorry, he's on defense. I I don't mean to interrupt. He's on defense. They're on defense. They are on defense. And they called a timeout on D. Yeah. They they call a timeout on D and they didn't have to. And what happens is the Raiders then come out and they say, after the game, they confirm that this decision to call a timeout changed their mind. They then run a play on third down to get a first down with about nine seconds left where they have to, they, they would take a penalty if they didn't, and they kick a field goal to win the game. Chargers lose the game. <laughs> it was unbelievable. It was, so had they not called the timeout, they were going to run it out? Yeah. I don't buy that. It, 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 that's, I do. That's basically, I oh, I, why don't you buy that? Basically, Derek Carr said that. In, you can see it mouthed when Austin Eckler is talking to their backup tight end. He basically asked them, were you going to kneel it out? And they and the guy says, yeah. And Austin Eckler just has this look on his face like, my God, what were you thinking? The, the fact is, is two guys after the game commentary uh, commentated that they said, guys who have played football said, you should have known the writing was on the wall when in first and second down, with a minute 30 left, usually the offense is very urgent to get to the line, to get the plays off in time, right? To use as much of the time as they possibly can. And the Oakland Raiders were just walking to the line. No oh, urgency. Man. Yeah. No urgency. And it, I, I don't care what anybody says. This dude, this dude coached himself and his team out of the playoffs by doing that. And it was oh, almost like the Raiders were going God. like, why would you just call that timeout? You know what? Fuck you. We're going to punish you for that. That was stupid. You shouldn't have done that and punished them for it. Why do you think that it wasn't the case, Jerem Chuck? Because I think they were going to do a run play anyways. I think they, they were obviously going to give the ball to Jacobs and Jacobs got the first down. And I think Jacobs very easily could have gotten that first down considering how terrible LA has been against the run, but both in that game run, and all season. Would it, I think they would have ran a play with Jacobs and they would have gotten closer regardless. I, I, I get that it's like the, the big headline. They're like, oh, Staley. You're, you're missing this. You're, no, you're missing it. You're missing it. With 39 seconds on a 35-second play clock, that's meaning that's now allowing for two more plays. They had the beginning of the play clock where they called the timeout. The Raiders were not running up to the line to try to get this playoff. Because they, they, they knew they had a timeout in their bag and they could run one more play. They could have ran that running play with Jacobs with 12 seconds left on the clock, had enough time to get it, timeout, and go kick. The body language from them showed that it did not look like that's what they were going to do. That exchange with Eckler is real life, your M. Chuck. It's real life. You see the two talk. Real life, bro. You see, you see uh, what you, they say. You know what? I... How do you how do you know the backup tight end or maybe Eckler was going hey if we would have stopped you would have you would you have kneeled out like they you don't know the context of their whole conversation nor do you exactly no, you no one no, knows all I know no, is that Jacobs don't. got the first down all I know he, is they called a timeout when they shouldn't have and yeah. now they're all not I in the playoffs in the moment in the moment in the moment it did not seem like the Raiders gave two shits as to whether or not they scored again mm-hmm. and were happy with the tie and when the when the the the, the, the timeout got called the Raiders changed their mindset as confirmed by Derek Carr in the sideline interview afterwards, every single commentary, like commentator, David Sanchez is not a guy that I I think is all that polished on TV. But at that moment, he broke it down so well 
and he played for the Chargers. He knows football. He's a defensive player for the Chargers. He's like, I knew on first and second down that the Raiders had no no intentions of actively trying to rush this ball up and kick a field goal. But they there was incentive for them to win that football game. Who would you rather play in round one, to the Chiefs or Bengals? To play the Chiefs. Yeah, to not have to play. The so team. that's another reason why I don't necessarily buy that they would have kneeled it out, especially when it was pretty clear there's no chance Ellie's going to get the ball back. Why would you not be trying to win? You don't give a shit about the Chargers or the Steelers. You care about not playing the Chiefs in round one, in my opinion. I don't know. I don't know. But the whole, it's a hilarious it, story. So you're, you're, you're saying it this way. Collinsworth and Al Michaels were floored on the broadcast that they were calling a timeout. We're confused by it. Mm-hmm. Everybody afterwards is saying, the same thing that I'm thinking in the moment I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. You know, I get, you can look at the hindsight and maybe we will never know, but the yeah. way that it looks, the optics of it is that Brandon Staley, the coach of the LA chargers coached himself, overthought his position, yeah. wanted to be aggressive and coached himself out of the playoffs. I just, Chalmers, I really listen. Chalmers, listen to me. The escorts of London have a saying: show some <laughs> urgency. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. then they would have called the timeout. Paid in full or I don't show. <laughs> we take credit cards. Three bucks on a heart. Anyways, it was, I wanted to go to bed last night, but that game would not let me. And by the end of it, I couldn't even sleep. I was on Twitter so much. I was, I was interacting with like everything I could see. I was, that was one of the best football games I've watched all year. And I was just. It was so much fun. It was great. It was a great weekend of sports. Um, Okay, we're going to parlay this. We don't have a lot of time left in the pod, but we're going to parlay this into a little bit of betting talk for our friends at PointsBet, who have a new partnership with the NHL Alumni Association. What's this all about? I saw the tweets. It's really cool. And actually, in the next week, I think actually seven days from today, we're going to have Glenn Healy on the DFO Rundown to chat a little bit more about this partnership between PointsBet and the NHL Alumni Association. There's going to be some really cool opportunities uh, to do a ton of really cool content with these two. So excited for that. Shout out to PointsBet. Chalmers, I know you're a big uh, football better, uh, as am I and Jay. So here we go. I'll rattle off the spreads for you, okay? Bengals are six-point favorites against the Raiders. Bills are four-point favorites against the Pats. Bucks are nine-and-a-half-point favorites against the Eagles. Cowboys are getting uh, three-point favorites against the Niners. Chiefs are 12-and-a-half-point favorites against the Steelers. Rams are four-point favorites against the Cardinals. What do you like? I like the Bucks with the minus spread. Wow. Oh, I don't. I, I'd, I'd probably do a parlay because I think I, I don't like. I, I I quietly kind of or have been enjoying the Bengals this season. I yep. I, I really like the Cowboys at plus three. I thought that minus would be three. way higher. Or minus three. Sorry. I yeah, way higher. I, I, I like the Bucks at like, nine I and a half. That would be like a. Seven. I think the I think the Niners beat the Cowboys. Ooh, plus one twenty five on the money line there. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, I'll be putting my money where my mouth I is. I like the Chiefs at minus twelve and a half against the Steelers. I don't think uh, the Steelers are that good. I don't think they are, but yeah, it's no, just I like that's such a them. big spread. It's not even fun. Um, and I like the Bills obviously to win, but at minus four worries me just a little bit. I would maybe take that down to two and a half and parlay it with something. But um, I, I I would take the Cardinals. I would also take the Cardinals at plus four. Of course you would. Or are you a Cards money line plus one seven? Of course you would. Do you want me to tell you? Do you want me to tell you what my um, four thirty to five thirty looked like yesterday? This is real quick. I'm driving to my son's hockey game. The way that it was standing, the 49ers, if they won the game against the Rams. And the and the Cardinals won the game against the Seahawks. Uh, 
Arizona would have had a home playoff game next this weekend. Hence, I would have been in Phoenix this weekend for a home playoff game. And I was pumped. Everything was happening. And the Cardinals give up two touchdowns and a field goal in the last quarter of the game to lose to a three uh-huh. and like 13 Seahawks team. And Dude. the 49ers do what they're supposed to do. I was devastated. Cardinals was so are limping into the playoffs. Limping. Dave. Buddy, they didn't have to win that game. Limping. That what about the game before that? The yeah. game before that? The game before that? Limp. They had a great Limp game biscuit. before that. What are you talking about? Uh, no. They're body gonna, of work. They're gonna beat the. They're gonna. They're gonna beat the Rams. Nope. Even though the Rams are good. <laughs> Chalmers, care to place a podcast bet? Yeah. Yes. Are we doing spread or just, or just money line? Oh fuck! I hate the spread. I prefer. I prefer. I'd prefer. You'd prefer the spread. Fine, money line. I don't care. Let's do money line. I ain't a, I ain't a skirt. Let's. Uh, what does money line mean? What does that mean? Just straight up, no spread. Means just straight up, no spread. 50, it's just 50, 50, yeah. 50 clams. Sounds good. Done. Woo. There you go. A podcast wager for NFL football this weekend. Speaking of wagers, shout out to Electronic Jordan who squared up nicely on a bet he and I made earlier this year. He bet me that uh, the Bills wouldn't win the AFC East. I said absolutely they would, and since I won, Electronic Jordan made Barely a do- won, right? Barely, but who cares? Still yeah, won. Uh, Electronic Jordan made a donation to the Edmonton Food Bank, so shout out to him for keeping good on his your word M- on that wager. Your M. Truck, trivia question for you. Mm-hmm. Something is going to happen next week, and it's the first time ever in the NFL, in NFL history. What is it? Bills, Pats, three times in a season? Is that right? No. 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 What is it? I don't know. This next weekend, the Cardinals and the Rams are playing a Monday night football game, which is the first time ever in the playoffs in the history of the NFL that there has been a Monday night football nice. playoff game. I love that. I like spreading them out. That. Why I is it happening? It I'm because so, of wild card week. It's like they 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 change the everybody's going wild cards all of a sudden. I don't know. <laughs> totally get it, but there's just more games. Yeah, you know, as another fan, I wish we were in the wild card. I do as well. Um, this podcast, considering some of the topics, you could describe it as a wild card. Um, and we're going to wrap it up. Oh, boy. Hey, that oh, was wow. good. Wow. Papa, your M. Chuck dad joke oh, ending. Shout out to Danny Tanner. Shout out to DoorDash, Twig and Berries, Trades Link, Tourism, Jasper, PointsBet, and our title sponsor, the HGA Group. Um, there was a lot we got to here, and I hope you enjoyed it. We'll oh, be back on Thursday. Yeah, we got to yeah, come at us. Pond Hockey Tournament's coming up, too. Make sure you hit up our links on social. We're posting about that still. Uh, hey, Tyler. We'll, Tyler. What? what? Tyler. Mm-hmm. Some guy threw a jar of mayonnaise at me the other day, and I was like, what the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> Episode 344. Yeah, you lose again. <laughs> it's over. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.